Here we go. Welcome, welcome, friends, to um, Think, Feel, Eat, episode number 16. Uh, we have been talking about the perfect uh, storm of weight loss, and we've been doing that for several weeks, and we will continue to do that for a few more weeks. Um, and in that process, I'm so excited of some things that people have learned and been able to implement. I've been getting some uh, notifications for people, getting some coaching um, uh, consults, some coaching interest. And hey, you know, this perfect storm of weight loss, I think it sounds like something that I could really do, creating my own way of losing weight as opposed to just doing, you know, whatever is told to me. And I think, Donna, you're the right girl to help me with it because I'm nothing if not creative and clever. So um, anyway, thank you for those comments and for those encouraging words. And uh, we do have the coaching special. I'm gonna do this ad first, I usually do it at the end, but we do have this coaching special until June 15th for founding members. So half price coaching packages. It's literally as inexpensive to coach with me for four months as it is one for each month of the course, the IF course, which is a group. So this one-on-one -on -one coaching opportunity is very, very low cost right now for this founding member special. It was just what my coach recommended that, that we do, that we have a founding members, we do a half price deal, we get people interested and we get them success and we get them um, some great results. And that's what I'm all about helping you do. So you can set up a consult at donnerish.com forward slash coaching schedule. Um, if you go to donnerish.com, it's also just there under coaching uh, as one of the tabs. And you can sign up for a free 30-minute consult. We can talk about anything you want. Um, I coach lifestyle, productivity, and weight. All right. So anyway, let's get on to, oh, forgot to set my timer. Let's get on to the pick a protocol packet. We have been doing some things to work on uh, getting to this point. So I want to just talk about the perfect storm of weight loss for a moment. So I'm gonna share my screen and I am going to go to this page. All right, so um, there will be a link here, um, both at YouTube or at YouTube, iTunes and the Facebook group for you to get this packet. This, is, this packet is called the Pick a Protocol Packet and you can get it for free at donnarish.com um, forward slash freebies. It will be there, um, see this is Thursday, so it should be there in the next day or so. And if you are subscribed, you'll get an email with it in it. So one way or the other, you can get it for free, all right? And it is this great packet that um, I wrote and that my uh, graphics girl designed. It's really actually quite amazing. And um, it is, these, it is step six in the process. So this is what we've been doing. We've been going through these steps. I hesitated to call them steps because steps indicate you do this, then you do this, then you do this. Whereas with the perfect storm, we are looking at all three aspects. Okay, so you can see that on my screen. If you are listening on iTunes, get your packet so you can see. What I am showing here um, is the perfect storm weight loss triangle okay so the i hesitated to call them steps because they all three are interrelated right so we're going to pick our eating protocol and that's really what we're focusing on this week and next week 
And that's what we've been talking about leading up to this is how these are all interrelated. So we are going to start here with the food plan, the eating protocol. That's step one, or not, these are not three steps, that's element one, okay? So element one is the eating protocol, and we said that that is comprised of three parts. The time you eat, the type of food you eat, and the amount of food you eat. All right, then we move over here to aspect element pillar two, and that is hormones and chemicals, or otherwise known as neurotransmitters, right? And these are the things that happen to us as a result of this food plan, this eating protocol. And so they're so linked, they're so interconnected. And that's what's so exciting about the perfect storm because we can literally have an effect on our insulin being high or low, our hunger hormone ghrelin being tamed or being wild, our leptin being under control and telling us that we've had enough to eat and not and keeping us from overeating. We can control our dopamine with our food. If we um, stay away from those super seductive foods and we can control our serotonin by our thoughts and emotional management, we can also control our serotonin if we have a food plan that we're semi-happy with, right? How many of us have been on eating protocols where we were literally depressed? Our serotonin levels simply plummeted because we dreaded what we ate every day, right? And we know that that doesn't work. So these two are so related. The, the hormones and the chemicals, neurotransmitters are related to our eating protocol. And over here, our thoughts and emotional management is also related to our hormones and our neurotransmitters and chemicals. Our thoughts and emotional management is also related to our eating protocol and how we think about that plan. So it is really important when you're picking this number one, pick a protocol, which is today's and next week's topics. It's really important when we do this that we say, you know what? I know what these foods do to my dopamine. I know what they do to my cravings. I know what they do to my thoughts. I know what they do to my emotions. So I better not use that protocol. So when we look at creating the perfect storm of weight loss, we are looking at an eating protocol that supports the other two. And these two support the eating protocol and they are all related to each other. And that is why I call it the perfect storm. So with this, we have had some lessons here. Let me make that so that it's readable. We've had some lessons kind of in this order. Like I said, the ordering steps is a little bit difficult because they are so interrelated, but this will be in your packet. If you go to donnarish.com forward slash freebies, and it will also be, if you're already a subscriber, it will be in your email in the next couple of days. I'm gonna make a note because I'll forget that. I know that um, it'll come as a separate email because Friday's newsletter is already written. So uh, email, um, okay. So this is just one of a lot of helpful freebies. If you go to donnareach.com forward slash freebies, I have like a, a life coaching video about your thoughts and that's completely free. It's a webinar, it's on demand. I have the sugar-free solutions um, cookbook that's free. I have the intermittent fasting startup charts. Um, what else? The help your kids of school webinar, which I just put there in case any of my um, uh, 
thinking weight loss, people want that. And then this packet, I think there's even more there, but there are a lot of freebies there for you, okay? All right, so get those freebies. I love to make things for you. All right, so here we have step one where we introduced the perfect storm. And that was episode 12. These are think, feel, eat episodes that you can go back that really I would like for you to go back and watch in this order to create your protocol, your food protocol, eating protocol. Step 12 is introduction to the perfect storm. Uh, step two, step one, step two is the foundations. So what are the foundations of your protocol? And that included, you know, fasting or timed restricted eating. It included, you know, having foods that weren't so high on the dopamine scale. It was just more foundational. It wasn't specific. Today's is specific to six different protocols. All right. And then step three, think, feel, eat number 14. Foundation is your protocol part two. And then Step four, I did the four food types that week. Super important one. That was 80% fuel food, 20% fun foods. Try to avoid frenzied food. Try to avoid fog foods. And I taught what all those were, as well as how to implement an 80-20 eating protocol. 80% of fuel food and then 20% fun foods. Purposely decided ahead of time. All right, and then step five is a little diversion last week that I did, which was macronutrients and calories, number 63 of weight loss lifestyle. And the handouts for that is, are actually at the back of this little booklet. So there you go. And I really, I have printed here in black and white, and it, and it is cheaper to print it in black and white. Okay, there, all right, there it is. But I'm just saying it's so beautiful. So you want to print in color, <laughs> laminate it. <laughs> you know, I do love my school supplies. Okay. All right. So today and next week, we are going to focus on step six of this, which is pick a protocol. Okay. So this is more like theory right there of what you want to look at and think about and uh, foundationally. And then this, these six are going to be, um, they are going to be six different food protocols, all right? So my goal is to get through three today, woohoo, with my timer here, speaking all things by faith, to get through three today and three next week, okay? And um, I will say there's a note at the bottom of page two here. Let me just read that right now before you. Um, okay, first of all, all six protocols, this is at the bottom of the first page of the protocol chart. Isn't this chart amazing? my um, writing assistant, Zach Keezer, made this for me. He is amazing. And then my graphics girl, uh, Beth Wilson, put it all in this cool, she's a great designer. Okay, so um, I have amazing people. All right, um, and Zach, he's so great. He's, he's my writing assistant here, but mostly in my for my writing books and my language arts and stuff like that. And he just puts up with so much for me. He's 20, I think he's 20 or 21, and he's a college student. He's like brilliant. <laughs> he just puts up with so much. So I mean, I mean, I just, the things I give him to write and the sketchy little notes I make, can you write this for me? You know, he's, he's just amazing at writing, about writing actually, so he's really good at. Okay, so, um, the, the first page at the bottom, it says, all protocols create a, a daily calorie deficit and include one weekly fabulously fun food 
meal with boundaries. We must learn how to have a weekly splurge in a way that doesn't wreck our weekly deficit. All protocols also assume you are using the decide today, decide tomorrow today approach to food journaling. So that means that you are deciding, uh, deciding ahead of time. So either the night before or the morning, uh, you're deciding what you're going to eat for that day. Okay. And I taught about that someplace up here in these foundations. Okay. And um, so everything, and if you were listening to 63, you will hear this. Okay. Because when it comes to fat, when it comes to the three macronutrients, carbs, protein, and fats, it's really important to understand that when you go on a low fat diet or you go on a low carb diet or you go on a high protein diet, you are doing something to the other, to a macronutrient to cause a caloric deficit because all macronutrients come from calories. Change that actually. All calories come from macronutrients. Okay. So um, that is the first note. Then on the second page, we have these notes here. So um, this is what I use with my one-on-one -on -one clients. And if a client that we meet and, and we design it all for the client, and then uh, we do the thought work and I have a bunch of handouts and booklets and things that we go through when we meet every week. So if a client wants a protocol not listed here, I can still help that client. We'll work together to meet one because I only listed six here. And I'm going to tell you why in just a minute. But if you desire to do paleo, vegan, vegetarian, or any other food or pro protocol that is already laid out for you but not listed, you will likely need to add another boundary or a way of measuring besides just those food lists. So how many of us know paleo people or vegan or vegetarian or nutritarian or Whole30 or whatever who still have weight problems, right? And it's because they did not set another boundary on top of that. So they have a food list, but they didn't set another boundary on top of it within that food list boundary. So these are the foods they eat, but they did not provide any kind of other barriers or boundaries or limitations on that time amounts. You know, they have their food, but not their time and their amounts, right? When you think about the eating protocol being three parts, then so we might have to put another boundary with that, obviously, if that happens. And usually when people do one, one boundary, like paleo, vegan, vegetarian, nutritarian, whole foods, um, not seem to get this to stop popping. Um, or um, I have pop-ups that I don't know how to do anything with. I need to ask my tech girl. I keep forgetting. Um, then, uh, or even intermittent fasting. And for some people, even keto, because they eat too many calories. Like that's why you see people who have been on keto and they lost like 50 pounds, but then they still have 50 pounds to go and they're just stalling. They have not created the deficit for that new weight yet, the caloric deficit that's needed. So that's what happens when they don't go all the way down to the deficit. So they, so a lot of times we need another boundary on top of that, right? Because we have the food type, but we don't have the amounts and we don't have the times maybe in place to go with that. And also you can change your protocols. So if you choose something here today or next week, um, then you can choose, you can change it. I recommend that you stay on it strictly for two weeks. So what that means is that you have done it without any variation for two weeks. Not you kind of tried it, didn't have results, didn't lose what you thought, kind of stayed on it, didn't really stay on it, didn't write down your food every day, didn't stay within the boundaries you created. And then, well, that one didn't work. Well, 
the protocol didn't fail you unless you did the protocol 100%, right? That's the only way you can possibly know if a protocol works. All right, so big picture here. I think I'm probably gonna get through two today and I'll get through four next week after I don't have to do all this introducing. But the protocol has, the protocol, pick a protocol pack, worksheet packet has six protocols, okay? Keto, see them, they're kind of grayed right there. Calories with clear 80-20. Macronutrient counting, no flour, no sugar, that's the one that my coach teaches and follows, um, which is very hard to do. Uh, calories, but maybe not for you. That's an important part we're gonna talk about here in just a second. Adherence is like really just about everything, right? That's why those people on Twinkie diet lost their weight because they could adhere to it. I don't know how they could just eat Twinkies or the people on the potato diet lost because they could just eat eggs or potatoes or the people on the egg diet lost because they could just eat eggs. Eggs. I don't know how they got their adherence, but they did, right? So adherence, good adherence for you might be bad adherence for me and vice versa. Whatever you can adhere to, adhere needs to stick, right? Okay, language lady, sorry. And calories with low carb, but not necessarily keto. And then uh, I don't know for sure. I feel like Weight Watchers, I feel like they're changing it to WW. Um, so I still call it Weight Watchers, Weight Watchers point system. All right, so the reason I wanted to bring these six up is because these are six that I see a lot of people using and trying. Um, and I feel like they are, um, except for keto, which isn't very, keto and no flour, no sugar is not very, um, I'm not able to adhere to those very well, but other people seem to be able to. So I wanted to teach from six protocols that I see people adhering to or that I'm able to adhere to easily, more easily. Um, that, you know, that you guys, that you could adhere to. So I'm going to start with keto. Uh, but before I do that, I want to tell you what these boxes mean. So each box, ha each um, protocol has four boxes, all right? And then those four boxes have little notes. And each of those notes has a little box, okay? So you should be following me right here if you're watching on, on YouTube or live. So each of those um each of those little tips or tidbits of information have little boxes with them. And what I would really love to see you do is print this out and then check the boxes that you think, hmm, yep, I could do that. Yep, that I could do that. Yep, that applies to me. Yep, all right. Um, and then look at it at a whole. When you look at the two sheets of the worksheets, you have them in front of you, you have them printed and you are looking at them and you're saying, wow, this one has tons of checks. This one hardly has any, I'll bet that one's not gonna be that great for me, okay? So that's why I made it in a checklist form, all right? It doesn't mean that you can't do one that doesn't have a lot of checks, but, I, but the check should get your attention. It should be something that says, this is something I need to take a closer look at. Maybe this would be for me because you checked the box, all right? Okay, and then each of the four quads underneath each of the protocols has do and don't eat as one quad. So this is kind of what you would have to eat in that protocol. This has willing to in this quad. And that means, are you willing to do these things? Because like when you're on keto, you have to be willing to never have certain things, to never go off. Because you can't just go off and on keto 
unless you are like exercising yourself into the ground to make up for all those calories, okay? And then complexity and adherence, super important. Complexity is how complex something is. I don't mind complex because all my kids are grown and I've already done complex education for them. So complex dieting for me isn't that bad as far as like counting, figuring, recipe making, all that. It's not so terrible for me. Like it might be for somebody else who's like, no, I don't like complex. There's nothing wrong with loving complex and hating complex, right? That's what makes us individual. Adherence is the other big thing. I cannot adhere to keto more than a couple of weeks myself personally, but maybe adherence on keto is simple for you. And so that's one thing you need to know about yourself when you pick your protocol. Then willing to, that's what I just said. Okay, do, don't eat, willing to, complexity, willing to. You've got to be willing to do these things. And then that also has some fasting notes with that. And then the last thing is just other things like expenses, cravings, cortisol, dopamine, these other type of things. Remember, you are picking a protocol that makes a perfect storm of weight loss for you. So if you pick a protocol that has your dopamine spike so high, this is one reason why I don't count calories alone. I count calories with another boundary in place. I talked about this earlier. When I count calories alone, I eat dopamine spiking foods and then I can't stop eating. So I can't stay in on my protocol, all right? And this might be why somebody else, you know, picks no flour, no sugar, because whenever they have flour or sugar, they can't stop, right? These are things that you need to know about yourself in order to pick your protocol, in order to create the perfect storm of weight loss. So that's what the other is. So we're gonna go through these. Um, today, we will start with keto and calories with a clear 80-20. So let's start with keto here. And I'm going to enlarge my screen there. So now I'm going to take a quick drink. And we're going to dig in. You're going to check off the boxes that apply to you. So this is in the Facebook group as a picture. And you can print off the picture. It just won't be pretty. You can print off the picture if you want in the Facebook group, or you can wait till it comes in your email. This is Thursday, so um, that will probably come Sunday because on Friday, you'll get the Friday Five. On Saturday, you'll get last week's Think the Lead episode. And then on Saturday, you'll get this. Sunday, you'll get this. Okay, all right. It's also gonna be there as a freebie in a day or so. Um, I have my tech girl sick, so we'll see how she's doing. All right, so over here, we have do, don't eat, okay? With keto, you eat 60 to 75% fat, 20 to 25% protein, and 5 to 10% carbs, period. Okay, very, very low carb. But it's not just low carb, it's also extremely high fat. And that's why you can't go off and on. You cannot eat 75% fat, and then all of a sudden, eat a bunch of carbs too. Because you are, if you remember your macronutrient lesson from last week, weight loss lifestyle number 63, you are eating in a surplus of calories when you do that, a big surplus, because you had all your calories already from your 75% fat. And then all of a sudden, you ate 30 carbs of pasta and you added calories to 
what was already the amount that you needed, the number of calories you needed, the amount of fuel you need for your body, and then you just gain weight. Okay, you cannot go off and on keto. All right, so you have to be willing to do, this is what you do eat. You eat meat, eggs, cheese, nuts, full fat dairy, non-starchy vegetables, some berries, it just depends, because if you're at five to 10% carbs, if you're at 5% carbs and you have 2,000 calories, 5% carbs would be um, 2,000 calories, 5% would be 50 plus 50, be 100 calories, 100 divided by four would be 25 carbs, okay? That you might not get to have berries, okay? It just depends on how many onions you eat, how many tomatoes you eat, how many green beans you eat, uh, some other non-starchy veggies. All right, um, and also, like if you eat baked goods, then you really can't eat any berries because you just used all your carbs on almond flour. All right, um, poultry, fish, avocado, olives, full fat. All right, and, and like I said, if this works for you and you can adhere to that, then it will, you will lose weight. You'll lose weight if you adhere to any of these. We will all lose weight if we adhere, right? Stick to it, adherence. All right, eat some fake foods. Okay, you will be you will be able to if you want to eat some fake foods like pork rinds, non-carb beef jerky, sugar-free Jello, those type of things because they don't have any carbohydrates in them. But you have to be careful with those um, because you can get too many calories if you eat a lot of fake foods, right? Because the next thing you know, you had all of your fats, you had all of your proteins. And then you added more fats on top of it. So, I mean, your pork rinds and your jerky and your whipping cream on your jello, that would all be included and rolled into your fat, 60 to 75%. All right, you do not eat sugar, flour, starch, though you can eat some almond flour, very little coconut flour. I believe it's 20 carbs for a cup. I wanna say, I have a chart at donnareach.com that shows how many carbs are in each type of flour. Um, and you can look at that there and, uh, you can do some sugar substitutes like Lenko, like monk fruit, erythritol, um, swerve, those kind of things. All right. You have to be willing to on keto, not have sugar and flour period ever. Right. Because you take a candy bar, 30 carbs. You're only allowed to have 20 for the day, 25, maybe you're out of ketosis. You cannot have crispy and snacky foods. Also at my blog, because my blog used to be a low carb blog, also at my blog, DonnaReach.com, I have um, how to make crispy chips and crackers, savory, and how to make sweet. So you can find that there too, actually. You use low carb tortillas and I give you all the steps and I give you, and then I also have one about how to make crumbles, like how to make, you know, like toppings for, casseroles and breading for fish and chicken and stuff in your air fryer or actually if you're on keto you can you can fry it right okay uh, you must be willing to use sugar substitutes or do without anything sweet so if you do not want to use any sugar substitutes oh i have a typo i misspelled that sorry guys if you do not have if you're not willing to eat any sugar substitutes even like stevia and stuff like that then you will not have anything sweet unless it is a small amount of berries with um, 
whipping cream on it. Okay. Um, so this, you, these are things you have to be willing to. I think it's really important when you've created your protocol that you look at this willing to list because there are other ones that you might say, well, I'm willing to do this, but I'm not willing to, you know, eat all mostly fruits and vegetables, you know, so it's up to you what you're willing to do. You must be willing to stay on 98% of the time. Okay. Uh, I talked last week about the, um, 80, 20, you really can't do a daily 80-20 with keto. Many people lose weight on keto with one controlled fun food meal per week. Controlled, that means that you are going to have one meal, you're not gonna have four pieces of cake, you're not going to have six rolls at Texas Roadhouse, it's going to be controlled. And usually you don't have to fast as long with keto, so. There you go. You can do a 14 to 16 hour fast probably and really lose. All right. Complexity and adherence for keto. Keto is not as complex as other counting because you simply cut out one of the macros, right? Now it can be confusing if you, if you don't really understand the macros, weight loss lifestyle number 63, it can be confusing if you don't understand them. So I really recommend that you watch that episode of weight loss lifestyle number 63. If you're subscribed, it's coming into your inbox on Saturday. I, my um, graphics girl just texted me right before this and told me that it is up at the blog now and it is going to you on Saturday. So, um, but if you understand, these are all carbs, these are all proteins, these are all fat. It's not complex, right? You're not figuring out percentages of macronutrients and so forth. You're saying, I'm at 20 carbs. I can't have any more carbs today. Back to the bacon, back to the steak, back to the salad with chicken on it, preferably with skin or, or at the very least thigh because you need the fat. You've got to watch your protein counts on keto too. You can have too much protein and you need to have the fatty chicken. Um, so anyway. And the adherence, so the complexity is not as complex, but the adherence can be difficult. Some people like me really can't do them. I don't like enough foods that are in the keto, on the keto plan. I don't like olives. I don't like um, avocados. I don't like, um, I don't really like almond flour very much. I don't like, um, coconut. I don't like, um, uh, what do you call those? Pork rinds. Yeah. I don't like a lot of the food. So adherence is hard for me, but for other people, adherence here is, is easy in part because it's not as complex, right? But cheating will cost you weight loss and potentially will cause weight gain. Okay. If you're, if you're going to, and I gave this example not very long ago, if you're going to cheat on, so suppose your calories are 1500 and you eat a 200 calorie candy bar, you're not going to gain weight that day. But if you eat a 200 calorie candy bar on keto and you already have your 20 carbs, you doubled your carbs, you probably gained that. I mean, it's just, it's just really, you can't cheat on keto. Okay. So if you like to cheat, <laughs> but you know, like I said in an earlier broadcast, we should not be looking for ones that are the easiest to cheat on. We should be looking at protocols as which one can I do forever? It's way different than which one can I cheat on? See the difference? Way different. All right, so other aspects of this, because I'm going to run out of time. Here we go. Other aspects of this are 
that they're good for someone who doesn't care for sugar or starches at all. I mean, some people just don't care about sugar and starches. I know we don't, I don't know them. They're not, they're not, they're not my best friends. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they could be, but I don't know them. Okay. It can be expensive. The, I know a lot of people who do keto and they spend a huge chunk of their grocery budget, uh, of their budget on groceries. Good for cravings because it greatly reduces your cravings when you don't have processed foods. It can be hard on cortisol. We talked about this before. It's one of those uh, hormones that we want to keep low, the stress hormone. And when we stress ourselves out with severe diets or diets we hate or severe fasting or severe exercise or cortisol skyrockets, we have too much stress and then we can't stay on our protocol. That is why all pillars of the perfect storm weight loss are so interrelated. Okay, can be hard on serotonin. This is one of those that I didn't have any joy from. All right, so that is a scoop on keto. If you want that one, let's move on over here to calories with clear 80-20. Now, this is calorie counting, okay? And all that means is that we are going to count the, um, count the macronutrients, uh, the carbs, the proteins, and the fats, but instead of counting them out separately, we're just counting them together, right, as a calorie limit. And in this approach, we are saying, my body needs this amount of, this number of calories to maintain my weight right now. It needs this amount at my new weight. So when I get to 145, this is what I need. And I am going to make a deficit from what I eat now in my total number of calories down to at least my goal weight number of calories or even lower, okay? Now this depends on the level of deficit that you're comfortable with and how fast you want to lose, right? It's the same thing with keto. If you go to 5% carbs and you never have a free food meal, free fun food, meal and you really watch your nuts and your calories too while you're doing that you'll lose faster with keto right there are ways in each protocol we can lose fast and we can lose slow all right so with calories a uh, a slow weight loss would be okay i need 2000 calories at the weight i'm at now i don't really that's way too many for me but i'm just giving you an example i need 2000 calories at the weight i am now i'm going to go down to 1600 and I'm going to create this 400 calorie a day deficit. And when I create this 400 calorie a day deficit, then I lose, you know, three, four, half to three fourths of a pound a week. Or I need 16, eight, a thousand, 2000 right now at my current weight. I'm going to go down to 1200. I'm going to make a severe deficit. Okay. I don't recommend you go lower than that, but um, I'm going to make a severe deficit so I can lose faster. Okay. It's the old fashioned way of losing weight, right? It's what people did forever. And anybody who says that calorie counting doesn't work is not right because it's worked forever. People have lost weight on it from time immemorial, right? Can I say that word? Ever since we can remember, our parents lost weight on it. We probably lost weight on it, right? Every diet works. It's not a question of whether, it whether a program will work or not. It's a question of whether we can work the program or not. All right, so with calorie counting, again, another boundary. 
maybe you can go down to 1200 calories and you will totally eat healthfully and not jack up your um, dopamine spikes right and not have an empty stomach that's another thing with calorie counting a lot of times you have an empty stomach and having an empty stomach is makes it very very difficult to stay on the protocol right because hunger is no fun and that is why we tame our hunger hormones through intermittent fasting but if we are hungry all the time during the eating window we're not going to stay on that protocol right we can tame our hunger during the fast. That's easy to do. Come to my course starting Monday, intermittentfastingcourse.com. I'll teach you how to tame your hunger, how to train it during the fast. But if we eat 1,200 calories and we are eating little teeny things like package of M&Ms and a little teeny handful of nuts and a little teeny um, piece of pizza, it's 300 calories and it's only this big right? Because it's got all this fat and cheese and pepperoni and everything on it. And it's got a thick, dense calorie uh, laden crust. Then we have this little teeny amount of food that we ate for 1200 calories and our stomach is empty and we're hungry. So I added the boundary here of a clear 80-20. So be sure you go back and watch. Let me see what number that is. Think, Feel, Eat episode number... 15. Think, feel, eat. Number 15 is the four food types and the 80-20 food. All right. So here's what we do and do not eat. I've gone over time again. We eat 80% real foods. These are measured, not estimated. You need to listen to episode 15 where I explain that. We cannot estimate our real foods and our fake foods, our real foods and our um, fun foods. Okay. We eat a lot of lower calorie foods in order to fill us up on this. So we eat a lot of fruits. This is what I do, guys, right now. I was on macros for a couple of weeks and it was great, but it was very complex and I lost on it. So um, anyway, I'm testing them all out for you, right? So on this one, we eat a lot of lower calorie foods in order to fill you up. Fruits, vegetables, egg whites, low fat yogurt, right? We are not gonna have this little teeny 1200 calorie handful of food for the day. We're gonna have a big salad with chicken breast on it. And we're gonna have an, an egg white omelet. And we're gonna have a big thing of low fat yogurt. And we're gonna have a big bowl of watermelon. And we're gonna use the three Fs, right? Remember that? Fluffy, fibrous, and fluidy. And we're gonna fill our stomach up. Then we're also going to eat less than 20% fun foods per day, also measured, not estimated. So if you have 1500 calories, you would eat no more than 300 of those in fun foods. You eat a lot of protein and fiber to help fill you up. Those are the two things that will fill you up the best. And you're going to eat low automatically. You're going to eat low sugar, low flour, low fat for your 80% because they cost too many calories. Okay, I'm going to be doing an episode coming up uh, with another packet that I have called, it's, I didn't print it in color. This is the helpful food list for various protocols. So I will be getting that out to you too. And I'll be talking about that soon. All right, but um, we're not going to eat a bunch of flour, sugar, and fat on this calorie counting because it costs too much. 
too expensive. All right, we must be willing to measure and plan every bite of food. And this is where the complexity comes in, right? Way more complex than just saying, well, I'm over my 20 carbs. I'm at my 20 carbs today for keto. I'm stopping on carbs. You have to consider complexity. We have to be willing to eat mostly real foods. We have to be willing to eat from all macronutrients. Most people lose weight better on calorie counting with this 80-20 when they are not afraid of carbohydrates, right? When they're not afraid of apples, they're not afraid of watermelon, they're not afraid of um, like uh, protein pancakes or something like that if they fit in with your, in with your calories. Um, you must be willing to eat 20% of your calories in a non-real food, but be able to stop, okay? If you can't have one little chocolate each day or one bowl of frozen yogurt or something like that for your 20% of fun food and then stop, then you probably, this one would be for you, right? You must be willing to stay on 80% of the time. That's one fun food per day and one fabulously fun food meal per week. And even that, that is controlled. I'm still watching those calories. I'm not eating, I'm not going crazy. No, not, no six rolls at Texas Roadhouse, four pieces of cake, nothing like that. Because you can undo everything you've done all week long if, you're, if your fabulously fun food meal is not controlled. And really, um, this is hard. It's harder to fast um, but you would still want to do timed eating 16 to 18 hours a day in order to limit your total caloric intake. But it will be harder because um, your stomach isn't nearly as full. That's why you gotta do those three Fs. Okay, the complexity and adherence here. This is somewhat complex in measuring food and counting every calorie. Adherence is high with this. Once people learn how to do this, adherence can be high. It's the same um, like thoughts behind Weight Watchers. It's the same, same thoughts behind macronutrient counting because you, you can fill yourself up with protein and fiber. And like on keto, you can't fill yourself up on fiber because you can't fill yourself up on apples and potato skins and sweet potatoes and brown rice and um, watermelon, those three Fs again, right? But here it's high because you can fill yourself up with those and you always have a small daily fun food. And that increases adherence for a lot of people. A lot of people can eat all health foods for 1200 calories all day long just to have a um, bag of peanut M&Ms. I don't know, somebody, I heard people do that. All right, other. This is good for someone who has counted calories successfully before and can measure accurately. If you are my client and you're doing this, I'm, I would be teaching you how to weigh food and I would be teaching you the true measures of calories because calories can be off 20%, 30%, 40% than what we think. And then that will stall your weight. Um, it's inexpensive because there are very special very few special foods that are needed. That's really fantastic, right? I, I see a lot of money going into weight loss, right? And you know, you know that I love my Plexa supplements. My husband and I, four years, we've lost 220 pounds since we began supplementation, 160 of it since we began intermittent fasting. 
you know I love my supplements, but, and I do eat sugar-free, I do bake sugar-free, um, but man, some of these outlandish costs of food for all the specialty diets can really wreak havoc on people's budgets. So you, you gotta monitor that. What can you do? What can you adhere to? What can you afford? What can you enjoy? What can you, you know, take hormone-wise? What can you take, you know, dopamine-wise, serotonin-wise, cortisol? I mean, these are all things that you need to consider and cost should be one of those considerations. Cravings can be high. This can be bad for your dopamine. If your daily fun food is like super, super seductive, like if you had a cup, like if I had a cupcake every day for my fun food, even if it was 300 calories, I probably have a hard time. It would probably spike my dopamine so much that I wouldn't be able to stay on it. So if a daily fun food causes you not to be able to stay on a protocol, then this one would not be for you be better off with something that rarely ever allows those types of fun foods. And on the other hand, um, calorie counting and macronutrient counting, um, both of those and even uh, calorie counting with low carb and even Weight Watchers a little bit, it can be really easier on cortisol, your stress levels, because people look forward to a treat. They look forward to eating something they really, really love, okay? Now, we still need our thought work. I'm gonna go off of the screen here. We still need our thought work around this, the third pillar of the perfect protocol, because we still need to be able to say, I'm in self-integrity in that I only eat my protocol. I'm in self-integrity in that I write down every day what I'm going to eat and I only eat that. We still need to be in self-integrity in that I do not go over 20% of fun foods if my protocol allots for 20% of fun foods. All right, we still have to wrap our heads around that. We still have to have the thoughts that will cause us to succeed with that, right? Any protocol is not going to be easy. Otherwise, everybody would be thin. So we still have to do our thought work. We still have to manage our mind and our emotions around our food protocol that we've chosen. All right, that's part one, way too long. I'll try to, no, part two won't be any shorter. So, um, because I'm gonna do the other four next week. Okay, watch for this in your inbox, donnerish.com. It's called the Pick a Protocol Packet and it's coming to you. All right, I'll see you soon. Thank you for joining me. I'd love to have you in June 1st, Intermittent Fasting Course. Guys, June 1st, the stars are aligned. June 1st, a Monday, first official day of summer, kind of indirectly. Yeah, it's a perfect day to join the intermittent fasting course and get your timed eating part down pat. I'll see you soon someplace. Thanks for joining me.